Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name is James Brooks. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me on my drive to work this morning. The Lakers got a bit of a streak going on, a two-game win streak. They beat the Pistons on Sunday. They beat the Kings in Sacramento last night. Let's jump into it. All right, the Lakers got a good win against the Pistons on Sunday. It was a little bit of an ugly win, but it was a win nonetheless. They held a pretty big lead against the Pistons going into the fourth quarter again, and kind of they blew it again. They blew the big lead, but they held on. They won the game by four, 110 to 106. Got into kind of a free throw battle at the end, but the Lakers held on. Um, good game from the Lakers' big three. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook all played really well. The rest of the team, they played okay, but not well enough for the Lakers to be able to blow out a bad team like the Pistons, which is a little frustrating, you know? Uh, you want the Lakers to be able to blow out bad teams like we kind of talked about before, and they haven't quite done that. Um, and I think that really comes down to the Lakers, not the role players, the guys on the uh, coming off the bench and whatnot, just not really getting the job done and not performing well enough both on offense and on defense. And the Lakers got it done. They got the win, so that's what that's what matters. Uh, it brought the Lakers back to 500 at 11 and 11. Um, the West, the Western Conference is wide open right now. I mean, aside from the the Suns and the Warriors, who are both 18 and three, they played last night. And the Suns, they're on a 17 game win streak. They've they're eight. The Suns are 18 and three. They're on a 17 game win streak, which means that they're they started off the game, they started off the season one and three. And they've won 17 straight games, which is pretty impressive. So they beat the Warriors, who are the number one seed, or were the number one seed in the West. So props to them. So, I mean, aside from those two teams, uh, the Western Conference is pretty wide open. From the fourth seed down to the tenth seed, everyone is pretty much right around 500. Um, So the Lakers being at five – well, the Lakers – the Lakers being right around 500 is not what we want, not what we were expecting from the Lakers. We were hoping the Lakers would be much better this season uh, so far, but that's not where we're at, obviously. But um, to be to be in the hunt still is really impressive. So the Lakers right around 500. They went on Sunday getting to 500. Um, we talked about in the last episode. Last episode, I was I was pretty upset after the Lakers triple overtime loss to the Kings at home, and I mentioned that Anthony Davis said that the Lakers just need to go on a winning streak, which is kind of funny because like yeah, of course they need to go on a winning streak, um, and I go yeah, is it really just that easy? Like you just have to want to go on a winning streak. Anyways, um, the Lakers came back after that game and got got the win in Detroit. I wouldn't say it was a nice win, but it was a win nonetheless. And the big three played well. I think what we need more from the Lakers, though, is we need the we need the the, the role the role players, the rotation guys, the guys off the bench, even the 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 non big three guys that are starting to just play a bigger role. We need them to play better. We need them to step up. Um, I think. You know, I was talking a lot in my last episode about why, or about how I would pick the take the Lakers 2020 team over this team any day, even with the big three and everything. And and again, that's the Lakers. That's even pre knowing that they won the championship. Um, 
I would pick I would pick that team any day just because they played well together. Um, sometimes it was ugly, but most of the time it was it was good. Um, thinking back on it, it's like kind of there's kind of like a maybe a bias there because the Lakers stayed healthy all season that season, which is which is great, and they haven't done that since then. Um, but really, what I think it boils down to is the role, the rotation guys, the role players, the guys off the bench. Um, in that, in the championship team, they got they got a lot of hate for not being a very deep team. But when it came down to it, they got things done. Um, LeBron James and Anthony Davis knew they were the guys, and everyone knew their role and everyone played their role. And I don't know that that this this squad is is there yet. And I think a lot of that has to do with it being a new team. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with like just. There's a lot of new guys, a lot of new team. Even for LeBron James and Anthony Davis, it's a it's a new situation, and so I think it's tough. There's a bit of a learning curve there. Um, it's not quite a plug and play situation, unfortunately. That being said, the Lakers need to get there. If the Lakers have championship hopes, which at this point I'm 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 not hopeful, but if they do have championship hopes, then they need to figure out what those roles are and those role players need to need to step up they need to make plays they need to contribute they need to play defense they need to play offense um and we haven't we haven't seen that yet at least not on a consistent basis um the the the, the lakers big three are finally playing somewhat consistently well you know like lebron james and anthony davis are playing well russell westbrook has strung together some really good games and um and so they're playing. They're playing well. The big three. We just need the role players to step up and contribute in in their own way. We don't need to. We don't need them to do anything that's outside of their their role. We just need them to to contribute within their role, within their means. So, you know, I think that didn't happen a ton in, in the game against the, to Detroit, and I think that's all. That's really why the Lakers ended up struggling, and. They had, I think they had a 14-point lead again in the fourth, similar to the Kings game on Friday. And the Lakers couldn't hold on. And, well, they, they, held, they held on, but they couldn't hold on to the big lead. And they won the game by four points, which is a little too close for comfort for a team like Detroit. But all that being said, good to get the Lakers win uh, on Sunday to kind of end that Thanksgiving weekend and everything. So, jumping into last night, Tuesday night, the Lakers played the Kings again up in Sacramento this time. The Lakers were without LeBron James and unfortunately will be without LeBron James for some time. Um, LeBron went into health and safety protocol, which is another word for saying that he tested positive for COVID, I'm assuming, which means that he will have to be out for at least 10 days, I want to say. So, that means he missed Tuesday night. He's going to miss Friday night against the Clippers. Uh, he'll probably miss the game against the Celtics. So he'll probably miss like four or five games, which is a bummer. Um, and the game against the Kings last night was quite the roller coaster, I will say. Um, so I was watching the game in the first half. I watched the first half of the game, and then I had a, a thing to, to attend to. So I couldn't watch the second half. And honestly, <laughs> I wish I... I wish it was the other way around. I wish I didn't watch the first half and watch the second half. So the Lakers in the first half of the game against the Kings last night, just awful. Looked awful. 
no LeBron James. Avery Bradley was also out last night. And the Lakers started Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, DeAndre Jordan, Taylor Horton Tucker. I'm forgetting who the fifth guy was. But it was like not a, it was not a great uh, great looking starting lineup. So <laughs> um, the Lakers in the first half, they started off extremely slow. Just did not play well at all. Uh, they were down by as much as 14 in the first half. They were just making turnovers. They had like a at a certain point in the second quarter, early in the second quarter, they had seven turnovers already in the game. Uh, Russell Westbrook didn't look like he had it. Um, Anthony Davis was playing pretty well for the most part, but um, can only do so much. And then the rest of the team just was not really playing well. Um, but the Lakers really turned it around. The, the Lakers ended up being down by nine at halftime. Malik Monk hit a last second three, deep three. Uh, they were down 12 with a few seconds left. He had a big three to put them down nine in at the half. So at least they were only down by single digits going into halftime. And the Lakers really turned it around. They had a really good third quarter. Usually the Lakers have really bad third quarters. So if you're used to the Lakers having – if you're if – you're, if you've been consistently watching Laker games, you're, you kind of get PTSD when the third quarter starts, thinking the Lakers are just going to blow it. But they ended up whole, uh, playing really well. Um, they they got stops. They converted those stops into buckets. And they built a, a sizable lead. Not only did they build a sizable lead, but they held on to that sizable lead. So um, now let's not forget that we're talking about the Kings here, right? It's not like we're talking about the Lakers doing this against um, an, like a, a good team. The Kings, they're... They're in a bad situation as an organization. The team itself, they have some talented guys, um, but that I, I can't give it too much credit, right? Like, the Lakers just have, have played really bad. This is a team that the Lakers – like, the Lakers won 117-92. to They won by 25 points. Like, that is not – 25 points is a, maybe a big ask, but they should be beating the Kings by at least 15 points. Right, like if this Lakers team is legit and how we want them to be and expected them to be, they should be beating the Kings by 15 points. You know, so 25 points, maybe that makes up for the triple overtime loss. I don't know. I don't know if anything can make up for that. It'll take it. It's gonna take a little bit for me to get over that one. But uh, the Kings, they're 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 eight and 14 on the season now. They're not like one of they're they're worse than the Lakers. They're they've beaten the Lakers so it's like in a weird game so it's it's hard this early to kind of judge where teams are at any team can go on a run any team can go on, can go on a streak and and really increase their standing within the league literally like in their standing so it's it's a uh, it's hard to it's hard to say but the Kings are they're not a they're not a good team so it's not like this was like wow, a great win because they played a really good team and they, they kicked their butts and they won really, really good. You know, it's it's a really good win because the Lakers were consistent all game. Um, the Lakers were bad in the first half. They adjusted, were good in the second half, they, and they continued to be good in the second half. So that's, that's why this was a good win for the Lakers. And just getting the feeling of doing it right, uh, having the guys in their roles, doing what they need to do, um, the Lakers are still de- dealing with injuries. They're dealing with people being out. So it's there's still an inconsistency to the team, which sucks. But 
Um, they're at least hopefully this win will kind of get the feeling under their belt. They can kind of just kind of keep it up. Once you start winning, it feels good. You know what to do. You want to keep moving the ball. You want to keep feeding Anthony Davis. Uh, Russell Westbrook did a really good job at attacking the basket, which I loved seeing um, last night. He got to the rim quite a bit, and he and he finished a good amount. He ended up with 23 points in the game, and I, Russell Westbrook is at his best, in my opinion, when he's attacking the basket. Now, I know that makes things really difficult for him playing with next to LeBron because LeBron also attacks the basket, and Anthony Davis is at his best when he's attacking the basket or at the basket by the rim. So I know it's difficult. It's been probably an adjustment for Russell Westbrook. But I think when he can attack the basket, and that's uh, that's kind of why I've been a big proponent for – or I've had the idea of like having Westbrook come off the bench, which I know will never happen. But if you stagger the lineups with LeBron James and Russell Westbrook where they're not actually both on the court at the same time, that might honestly be it. Might honestly be better. It might open up the floor a little bit, allow them to, to to attack the basket and get to the rim, and not have guys just standing around. Because you have when you have Westbrook and LeBron on the court at the same time, I feel like I see a lot of either one of them just standing around, standing behind the three point line. And yeah, LeBron can hit threes, and he's he started off the season hitting a lot of threes, but he's not like. When LeBron settles for a three, that's not what I want him to be shooting necessarily. And definitely the case for Russell Westbrook. He should never be settling for threes. He should always be attacking the basket, passing and cutting, something like that. Anyways, that being said, Russell Westbrook did a good job at attacking the basket. It was good to see him uh, succeeding in that sense last night. Uh, Anthony Davis ended the game with 25 points. Westbrook, like I mentioned before, had 23 points. Uh, and then Malik Monk stepped up, and he had 22 points. So that that kind of goes back to what I was saying about the Pistons again uh, against the Pistons with the Lakers, and having those role guys step up and play within their role. Now Malik Monk shouldn't be expected to have 22 points every game. He shouldn't even be expected to have 17 points every game. Um, but in the case like last night, where LeBron James is out, and for the next few games going forward, where LeBron James is out, the Lakers need someone else to step up. You know, the Lakers were always at their best uh, in the 2020 season, and even the season after that. They were always at their best when they had a third guy step up. They had LeBron James and Anthony Davis play well, and then you had uh, THT step up, or Danny Green step up, or you had someone come in and put up 17 to 22 points. So you kind of need that third guy to come in and, and play well and score and, and do some of the scoring. Unless, unless obviously, Anthony Davis is going for 40 points or Russell Westbrook or whatever. So Malik Monk uh, played a really good game. Same thing, just attacking the basket, penetrating, kicking the ball, um, finishing by the basket. The, this Lakers team is not – it's funny because this is a brand-new team from the Lakers in 2020 and 2021, but this – this Lakers team is not um, a three-point shooting team. They're not – I mean, they have, like, Wayne Ellington. They have more guys that can hit threes. Malik Monk is a little more consistent from three. Wayne Ellington, Avery Bradley has been pretty good from three. They, they're – but they're not, like, a team that should be settling for threes, in my opinion. They should be attacking the basket more and – 
they did that against the Kings, which is impressive. The Kings, the Kings have some size. It's not like they're not, a, they're not like a small team. They're not, they don't have like a great big man necessarily. So that helps. But um, the Lakers really um, did a good job at like just yeah getting to the basket, attacking the basket, and that's when the Lakers are at their best. When they have, they have, um, you know, Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, uh, DeAndre Jordan. And then LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, all these guys are, are attack the basket, get to the basket. And then Malik Monk is proving that he can, even though he's like a little bit of a smaller guy, he can attack the basket. He can get there. Um, Carmelo Anthony, he maybe less of an attack the basket, more of like a mid-range guy, which he does a good amount, mid-range and three. Um, Wayne Ellington hitting the threes. Um, like we do have guys that can hit threes. I think more consistently than we have had before. So when you have LeBron and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook, and then you get guys like other guards like Avery Bradley or Malik Monk attacking the basket, making the defense collapse because you're actually hitting your layups or you're making plays down low, then you can kick it to Carmelo, you can kick it to Wayne Ellington, and they can hit those hopefully wide open threes. So last night was a really good game for the Lakers, just in terms of like what they should be doing and how they should be playing. Even without LeBron James, they should be beating the Kings by 15 points. So um, good to get that win and and to get like an actually like a, a sizable win against a bad team. That's what I'm like most happy about is sizable win against a bad team because we just haven't really done that yet. We've had wins against bad teams, but they haven't been sizable. They've been a, they've been close games. They've gone to overtime. They've done all the. the We've just been really inconsistent every quarter. We don't know what Lakers were getting each quarter. We don't know what Lakers were getting each game. It's just been very inconsistent. So um, even last night, if the Lakers would have consistently played how they were playing in the first half, the Lakers would have lost by 25 to the Kings. But they turned things around, and they played how they can and how they should. So a really good win for the Lakers against the Kings last night. So looking ahead... The Lakers play the uh, the Clippers next on Friday. And the Clippers are an interesting team this season because they don't have Kawhi Leonard. Their record is right around what the Lakers are at. They're right around 500. I think they're like 11 and 10. The Lakers are now 12 and 11 with the win against the Kings last night. Um, the Lakers definitely can beat the Clippers. They... I don't know if I should if I would say they should beat the Clippers. If they had LeBron James playing, they should beat then they should beat the Clippers for sure. It's tough. The 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 injuries, the guys being out, the inconsistency of the lineups, it's been it's tough to get in a rhythm, you know. It's it's not an excuse, it's just tough to get in a rhythm for for these guys. So I think if the Lakers play if the if the Lakers can play how they played on in the second half last night, then they'll win the game. If they play how they played in the first half last night, they will lose the game. So it's a it's a tough situation for the Lakers here. I think they definitely can win. It'll be a close game. Hopefully, it'll be a close game. I I see a world in which the Lakers have a have a so far this season have had a knack of letting certain guys go off. So like really good, like good the best player on a team has gone off for like 35 plus points a lot of times jeremy grant did this with the pistons i don't know if it was on sunday but the previous game against the pistons um 
Jason Tatum, I think, did this when they let when they, the Lakers played the Celtics. Like the best team, the best player on the team has gone has gone on. DeMar DeRozan did this for the Bulls against the Lakers. So, um, whatever the Lakers can do to limit Paul George, I think will really do a lot for this team. I think um, Paul George is kind of like the main guy right now with Kawhi out. They do, the Clippers do have some, their role players that are, are decent. They're good. Um, no one expected much from the Clippers this season just with Kawhi uh, being out for the majority of the season. I think his timetable to return would be right around the March time frame, right before playoffs, um, if the Clippers are find themselves in that situation. But uh, it'll be a close game. It'll be a good game. It's on Friday, so a little Friday night action. I think we just need – the thing is, is, like, it's – it's not rocket science. The Lakers need Anthony Davis to play well. They need Russell Westbrook to play well. Um, and then they need someone else. They need Carmelo to play well. They need Malik Monk to play well. Uh, THT has been in a big rut lately. He started off the season really well, scoring 20-ish, 17 to 23 points in like the first three games. And then he just dropped off a cliff. Uh, last night against the Kings, he had two points in the game I think and he had, I think he had like three turnovers he's just like not in his rhythm the Lakers team overall is just really uh, struggling to find those roles for for each player so um, so THT is struggling a lot so if we can get him back in um, Austin Reeves came back and played against in the game last night against the Kings he played pretty well um, as I mean, for being a rookie, he's he's really done a lot and played well next to the the Lakers superstars on the team, which is awesome to see. Kind of Caruso esque, but hard to make that comparison at this point. But um, he's coming in and making a positive positive impact, which is awesome. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think as long as the Lakers can. I mean, it sounds dumb to say because it's so obvious, but, like, as long as the Lakers can play defense, as long as the Lakers' superstars play well on offense and we have another, and, you know, you have Carmelo putting up 15 to 17 points and maybe one other guy putting up a certain amount of points, the Lakers will win. So, I mean, it sounds obvious, but that's just kind of the situation where the Lakers are in. They they need to do the easy things. They need to do the little things. They need to know where they need to be, and they need to win the game. So, I think... It's really a toss-up at this point. My guess, I haven't looked at what the, like, predictor is for who is favored to win the game. My guess is they, the Clippers will be favored. Um, but I think it'll be close. I think it should be, like, if the Clippers are favored, it should be, like, 55% in the Clippers' favor, 45 for the Lakers. Um, it could also be flipped. It could be the Lakers are favored, but only by a little bit. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see, wait and see what happens. But hopefully the Lakers can can you know just start piecing things together they've they're on a two-game win streak which is great i mean it sounds dumb but you know they were in 10 and 11 after their loss to the kings which was, just felt awful they've won two straight they're 12 and 11 now they're in the eighth seed but they're also tied with like four other teams right now that are above them so 
the Lakers could put together a nice win streak and find themselves in like the four seed. Like the one at this at this pace, if the Warriors and, and the Suns keep playing how they're playing, they're gonna have the one and two seeds locked. Like it just is that's just how it's gonna be. Um, if they keep playing how they're playing, which we're still kind of early on, like it's possible for something to happen or you know. But my guess is things are gonna be stay pretty much the same. Um, that being said, if the Lakers can like piece things together, if LeBron comes back and LeBron can stay in the lineup consistently, if we get Trevor Ariza back, um, Kendrick Nunn, they're saying like his timetable is not necessarily soon. He's dealing with a bone bruise in his knee, which sounds very painful, very awful. Um, Kendrick Nunn, his timetable isn't really anything soon, unfortunately. Trevor Ariza is at least sooner than, than Kendrick Nunn. Again, LeBron James out for at least 10 days or so. Um, so if we can get LeBron back in the lineup consistently, if we can get Trevor Ariza back, and then we can keep the team healthy, then we can start piecing together. We can get people in their roles. We can get people feeling comfortable. Um, and the Lakers can start putting together some some wins. You know, if the Lakers can if the Lakers can go on a run, they, and not even like winning 17 straight like the Suns or anything. I mean, all that that would be awesome. Like. If we could just get, you know, a week or like a month where we're, you know, winning, you know, we go where we go like 10 and 1 or like 9 and 1 or like we, you know, we go on like a, a streak where we're 8 and 2 or like just winning the majority of our games, like 80% to 90% of our of the games in a given period, you know, like that would do wonders. The Lakers would jump up to like the fourth seed in the Western Conference. The Western Conference is is very tight right now. Um, even I think the Eastern Conference right now is actually quote unquote better than the Western Conference based on record. Like there's the Lakers up 12 and 11. There's like a bunch of other teams that are like 13, 11, and 10 and 10, and 11 and 11, and right around 500 from from the fifth seed down. It's really really close. So I don't. I'm not saying that I'm hopeful that the Lakers will will just start blowing everyone out of the water and like being one of the best teams in the league. I'm not saying that. I don't. I haven't seen that from the Lakers yet. Although I would love to. Um, the Lakers are in a position though where if they if they can get LeBron back, if they can just stay above water, stay in the hunt with these other teams, they can piece something together and find themselves with a pretty favorable playoff spot come playoff time. And if that happens, and LeBron is healthy, and Anthony Davis is healthy, and Russell Westbrook is playing well and healthy, I think the Lakers could make a run. Call me crazy, but I think the Lakers could make a run if they find themselves in that position. But there's a lot that has to be done before that. The Lakers, this is not a cakewalk season for the Lakers. They need to put in the effort. They need to start putting together some wins and and play more consistently. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lakers Carpool. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and share it on social media with your friends. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or most places where you listen to podcasts. Again, thank you so much for listening and go Lakers. Mm -hmm.